The views expressed on this program are solely those of the speaker and do not reflect the views and opinions of Centennial Securities. Be reminded that this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Happy Friday! Welcome to the Weekly Investment Podcast, where we discuss the week's must-know investment news and how it affects your money. I am your host, Walter. This week we discuss March's jobs report, Jamie Dimon, and travel. It's been another exciting week in the investment world, so let's crack right into the news. March's jobs report showed a softening labor market last month, but hiring has probably not slowed enough to stop the Federal Reserve from raising interest rates again in their next meeting. The good news is that the U.S. economy added 236,000 jobs last month, while the unemployment rate fell to 3.5%, according to data from the Bureau of Labor Statistics released today. However, initial jobless claims, seen as the best indicator of stress in the labor market, have increased slightly in the last few months. Payroll processor ADP reported on Wednesday that there were 145,000 jobs added to the private sector last month, which was below expectations. Additionally, data showed job openings in the economy continue to fall, another potential signal that the labor market is slowing. The last few months marked the first time since June 2021 that there were fewer than 10 million jobs open. A slowdown in wage growth from 4.6% over the prior year in February to 4.2% in March served as yet another sign that some labor market pressures are easing. Following today's report, markets are now pricing in a 67% chance the Federal Reserve raises rates by another quarter point in May. This is up from a 50% chance just a day ago, according to data from the CME Group. In his annual letter to shareholders sent on Tuesday, the chief executive officer of J.P. Morgan Chase said regulations were partly to blame for the turmoil in banking, although the economy remained, quote, in pretty good shape, unquote. Jamie Dimon commented heavily on the banking crisis in his letter to shareholders, which is heavily followed by Wall Street. While commenting that, quote, the current crisis is not over yet, unquote, Diamond reassuringly wrote that the current situation is, quote, nothing like what occurred during the 2008 global financial crisis, unquote. Diamond also partly blamed regulations for recent bank failures, noting that required stress tests failed to take into account rapidly increasing interest rates and the negative effect that would have on government bonds owned by banks. Banking regulators faced congressional hearings over the last week, and there were questions on the failure of Silicon Valley Bank, or SVB. 
there has been a call for increased scrutiny of banks with $100 billion to $250 billion in assets like SVB. The Federal Reserve is currently investigating how it failed to stop vulnerabilities at SVB, and this could result in tighter regulation and supervision. Not surprisingly, Jamie Dimon, who has long taken issue with some financial regulations imposed after the 2008 financial crisis, cautioned against knee-jerk rulemaking and said, quote, It should not always be about more or less regulation, but rather about the right mix of rules, end quote. Commenting on the broader economy, Dimon said that if a recession occurs, consumers are in far better shape than during the great financial crisis. Spring break is in the rearview mirror, but summer will be here before long, and travel is on people's minds. Kayak.com recently reported that, despite the sky-high cost of travel, searches for flights to Europe are four times higher than they were this time last year. What does this interest mean for investment in travel stocks? First, let's break down travel stocks down into four main categories, with examples for each. Travel fare companies like Booking.com, owner of Kayak, and Expedia. Hotels like Marriott and Hilton. Airlines like Delta and Southwest. And cruise companies like Royal Caribbean and the world's largest, Carnival Cruises. Now it is worth pointing out that travel stocks are cyclical stocks. What does that mean? The economy has distinct periods in its cycle. Expansion, or a period of sustained growth. Peak, a time of slowing growth. Contraction, a period of economic decline, also called a recession. And then a trough a transitional period where the economy stops declining and begins to recover. A cyclical stock is a stock that follows that trend of the economy, increasing in value when the economy does well and decreasing in value when the economy does poorly. Companies in the travel industry are examples of cyclical stocks because when the economy does well, people are more likely to take vacations and companies are more likely to send their employees on business trips. So, the stocks of travel and airline companies generally increase in value during times of economic growth. But when the economy turns downward, many people stop traveling for pleasure and businesses cut back on employee travel. As a result, the stocks of travel companies go down. Now, it feels like the economy is further away from an expansionary environment where cyclical stocks, like travel companies, thrive. Maybe it's time to plan your next vacation, but not yet invest in your favorite travel company. Next week, we discuss bank earnings. After last month's volatility in the industry, what will earnings from J.P. Morgan Chase Citigroup, and Wells Fargo reveal about the strength of the banking sector. Join us next Friday for that and much, much more. Thank you for listening.
and please have a nice weekend when you get there. Talk to you next week.